You are listening to the Movie Cheer Podcast. The best place for movie topics and blockbuster discussions. Welcome to Movie Cheer Town. Coffee lovers, movie fans, it is time for the coffee and movie broadcast. Hey folks, it's me AP and welcome to the first edition of the Coffee and Movie Broadcast. That's right, the first ever edition. So, what what is this show all about? What are we going to talk about? What's the the concept of the of the show? It's uh well basically it is what it is on the tin, you know what I mean? It's uh I'm going to be discussing coffee and they're going to be discussing movies and maybe maybe sometimes a bit of a smidgen of TV shows, but in general, it will be all about coffee and movies here on the Coffee and Movie Broadcast. So, I'm here on my own for the first edition. Hopefully, on future editions, I'll pull in different people to be a part of this and to join me with a a nice cup of coffee discussing movies. But for this first edition, it's just me, me sitting here at my desk and I've got my computer right in front of me just if I need to fact check anything. And I've got a bunch of movies here as well. And I've got my coffee. Cup of coffee, as I said. I don't know if I've said that already. Cup of coffee. And I've got my big coffee jar here. Just describing what coffee I've got today with me. So, I've got the coffee here. And let me just... First, on the first edition of the Coffee and Movie Broadcast, talk about my coffee choices and why I drink coffee. Um, First of all, I drink my coffee... Black. I like black coffee. No sugar. No any no extra additives or anything. So it's black coffee, and I've drank coffee for years. I can't. I must have. I think I remember the first coffee I had was in error. I think I ordered a drink, and in error they gave me. This was at like a bar years ago when I was. I think it was when I was back in college. Uh, I used to study music at college, and then there was like. In the afternoons, we go to like the bars in the local town, and I recall recall having going in there and asking for a drink, maybe asking for a, a hot chocolate or a cup of tea. And yeah, how how how, how extreme do I sound? Going to a bar asking for a cup of tea in the middle of the day. Um, yeah, so I asked for like a cup of tea or something, and they just give me a coffee instead. And then they said, "Oh, sorry, they apologized." They then just give me it free of charge. It's something like that. I recall it's something like that going that way. Or maybe I ordered a soft drink and they just give me a coffee. I can't really remember. But I do remember it was an error in them giving me coffee. And then I ended up drinking it and I really liked it. And I think the coffee interest in me, uh, the the passion, the, the, the love of coffee, if you like, has spawned from then. That's where the journey began. Uh, all those years ago, probably when I was like maybe 16, 17, and um, that, that's a, for me a, a long, long to over 10 years ago now, and I really enjoy coffee, so today, today as of recording this, it's past, it's past in the time now, it's getting near to tea time here in the UK, and now I'm at this point now where I can't drink anything but decaf past like 12 o'clock, I, I na- I'm now down, I've more than recently, most recently, cut down on my coffee the caffeine caffeine intake for me so I it got to the point where I felt like coffee was uh, 
give me a few bad benefits, uh, like negative benefits. Uh, I don't want to go too in detail, but uh, I've read online as well, just the effects of caffeine is not good for you. So I've tried to minimize it because I was drinking way too much caffeine. So uh, I stick to now two cups of normal coffee a day, and they are usually in the mornings or before dinner time. Um, I won't drink any coffee now after 12 in the afternoon. It's just Otherwise, otherwise, I just I'll I'll continuously drink more coffee, so it's a good like sort of like end point for my coffee drinking caffeine. But it's two cups. That's the end point. Twelve o'clock. After that, it's just decaf all the way through. Whether it's decaf tea, decaf coffee, decaf whatever it is, and it seems to be working well for me. So now I am on the uh, the coffee right now at this moment in time. I'm on the decaf coffee. I'm drinking instant. I always drink instant in the house. I don't have a coffee machine. Uh, maybe in the future I will have a coffee machine. But for me, instant coffee tastes fine. I enjoy it. It's easy, nice and easy to do. I don't want to spend hours making a piece of art, a piece of coffee that's like a piece of art. So it's a nice, easy cup of coffee, decaf. And I'm drinking Nescafe Gold Blend, decaf, rich. And it says Intensity 7. And it says, rich aroma and smooth taste with golden roasted Arabica. Arabic, Arabic, <laughs> I don't know. Right, so it's either pronounced Arabica or Arabica. I don't know. Or maybe it's it's a totally different saying, the way you say it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, uh, just uh, not saying that correctly. But it is a nice cup of coffee. I don't really notice the difference between decaf and normal. I drink uh, another blend of... Nescafe Gold uh, blend in normal coffee as well. So it's a very similar blend. Very tasty coffee. Uh, let me just read on the back of it because you any more details. Let's see. The, plen- the blend is decaffeinated using water and contains mountain-grown Arabica, Arabica beans. Savour the richness from the soul of the bean. Sounds nice. It sounds nice and it is nice. It's a nice cup of coffee. Let me have a little sip on on the first broadcast here, the first coffee and movie broadcast. I got my DVDs here in front of me. I don't want to spill coffee, but let's just have a sensible slurp here. That was a nice, nice cup of coffee. So, yeah. So the the coffee and movie broadcast is for me to drink coffee, talk about movies, and it is another Patreon exclusive uh, podcast as well, this broadcast. The podcast broadcast I'm going to get them, them words mixed up at some point, I'm sure. But this is a, a new, another bonus podcast uh, for all you Patreons out there to listen to. And maybe I might put a preview of this on YouTube as well. And obviously, if you're listening, maybe the YouTube version, the preview, head over to Patreon if you want to listen to the full version where I'm going to be discussing more coffee stuff and more movie stuff as well. But it's just a, it's another outlet for me to just sit down uh, I've had the other podcast, the other bonus podcast on Patreon, the Watch Order Task Force, which I've really enjoyed doing. And you know, both of these, both of them podcasts, bonus podcasts so far, have just been me sitting down in front of a mic and just going talking, talking, and as well, I really enjoy. I don't like doing scripts or anything; it's not really my thing. Um, I have done videos with scripts before, like the odd one, and I've done one more recently, and I'll discuss that. Uh, in later on this show because it revolves around the movie but in general I like just getting in front of a mic and talking and just expressing myself you know it's just 
I think everyone should do this. I think everyone should, even if you're just talking to yourself like this, I'm talking, obviously, I'm, not, I'm talking to myself now, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking to an audience out there. I know there's people listening to this, which is cool. But I think everyone should just do this at some point. Just get in front of a mic and just talk about your interest. And for me, you know, movies uh, movies are a big interest. And uh, I've, I've learned that over the past like year or two that, talking about movies on my YouTube channel and, and you know, and all the other content platforms out there. I've, I've really enjoyed it and it's really become like a, an obsessive passion. And uh, it's, it's, it's a good passion because I really get a lot of it, out of it myself talking on the mic. And I, I feel like I've become a better talker as well from doing like this and doing the YouTube videos over the past year or two. I think it's made me a better talker, um, a better communicator in a way. I don't think I was ever like um, someone who was like curdled up in a ball when talking to people. I could talk to people, but I think I've become maybe just a bit better at uh, articulating myself and talking about things. But anyway, that listen to me. Let's 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 talk about some movies. We've done the coffee side of things. The coffee tastes delicious. It's a delicious decaf coffee. I'm enjoying it so far. I hope you're enjoying the broadcast so far. Well, you know what? Let's let's get on to discussing some movies here on the Coffee and Movie broadcast. So, I'm just going to pick out a few movies. A few movies each each time, each episode. And where, where I want to start today is with Justice League. And I've, I've mentioned the Justice League on a recent episode of the Saturday Movie Show, my uh, movie, movie podcast I do every Saturday. And I, I discussed the Snyder Cut and what I thought of the Snyder Cut, and maybe if you've not watched that, here is my opinion. I really enjoyed it. It was a really good movie, and I, I felt like it redeemed itself from, I suppose, from the bad press that has all revolved around the Justice League movie uh, with uh, the actor Ray Fisher and the director Joss Whedon of the the original cut. There was a lot of bad negativity, and I feel like this has really brought like that film into a positive light. I feel like there was a lot of negativity around the first film anyway, the original cut, the theatrical cut. I, for one, I didn't mind the original theatrical cut. I, I felt like it was an alright movie. I, I didn't think... I, I, my opinion when I left the cinema was not of like feeling this is, a, this is the worst movie of all time. Equally, I didn't walk out thinking this was the best movie of all time. I kind of walked out thinking this is sort of like a, a, a mediocre, middle-of-the-road movie, superhero movie. Uh, it wasn't It wasn't awful, and it just wasn't great. So I, I, I've only watched it once, uh, or maybe once or twice, maybe, the original Justice League cut. And again, it was okay. But then, obviously, we've had years now of this talk about this Snyder cut, then we get the we get the COVID pandemic happens and we're obviously still in this right now, and this spawns HBO Max launches as well amongst all this happening, and it spawns the idea now that they announce that they're going to do the Snyder Cut and it's going to be released on HBO Max and limited theaters, and they're going to release it to the world, and they're going to give Zack Snyder the reins, full reins on it to complete what he then sta- initially started. Uh, for those of you who are not aware, he he left the original project. He filmed pretty much all all the content that was in the Zack Snyder Justice League cut we've just seen. 
only like four minutes of extra material was filmed. So all the material was there. But sadly, he had to he had to drop out of that original cut because his daughter committed suicide. And it's such a, a tragic event uh, for for anyone, any parent, any anyone to to have that is 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 awful. And you know, you can understand why he he left the project at that time to to obviously be with his family to 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 mourn the loss of his daughter as well. Um, su- such a sad event. But that that is why he, he left the project originally. And then Joss Whedon, the pro- the guy who directed like um. The, the original two first two Avengers movies, Age of Ultron and the first Avengers, he stepped in and filmed more scenes, and then it was just like a the the movie was just a bit all over the place. It felt at times, but so Zack Snyder comes in, HBO Max puts up money like twenty million budget. Let me just have a little bit of coffee, guys. I'm just I'm, I'm I need a drink. That's another thing you're going to have to get used to. This is the coffee and movie broadcast, so I'm going to sometimes drink a bit of coffee in between. So he is given $20 million or something like that, budget-wise, to complete the project. He brings in a whole load of new faces like Jared Leto, the Joker from The Suicide Squad, returns to this to film some scenes. Uh, we see uh, Deathstroke, uh, Joe Mangello's Deathstroke, he is in this, and... We see just a, a bit more extra material. As I said, it's only about four minutes extra footage that was shot for this cut. But we then see a, a different soundtrack coming from a new score. This one coming from Junkie XL, Tom Hulkenberg, and um, instead of Danny Elfman on the original score, it is a it's a completely like overhaul of what was before. It felt like the the original version was a lot more like Marvel light. It was like more like a Marvel movie. Whereas this is more in line with what Man of Steel and Dawn of Justice was. It was um, really breathtaking. A four-hour cut, and it was split into chapters. I was watching it, and I, I said this on the podcast, where I was just like, I wanted I wanted to watch more. It was like I wanted another like custard cream biscuit. I wanted it. I just It was just like, feed me more biscuits. Feed me more chapters of this movie, because it was, it was phenomenal. I really enjoyed it, and it was a totally... Totally different viewing experience from the original theatrical cut. And that that was what was great, because I think we were all sort of going into this and thinking, what are we going to see here? Are we just going to see the same movie with maybe it looks darker? Is maybe there's no digitalized mustaches on on Superman? Uh, What what are we going to see here? And we've seen, in my opinion, I I seen a totally different movie. It was a, a fresh experience it didn't feel like I was I was rehashing it or rewatching it. It it all felt new to me. All like fresh ground walking upon, and to me, Zack Snyder pulled out the hat. He he made the cut he wanted to make. He start. He had a vision. He completed that vision, and he done a really good job of it. And as I said, the music in it, the score for one is the soundtrack is phenomenal. Uh, Tom Holkenberg, Junkie XL. I've been listening to this this morning again, and it is breathtaking. It is an absolutely breathtaking um, musical score that he's composed. But it, it equals to what the movie is. The The movie is breathtaking. It is something I will continuously watch over the years. I really enjoyed it. It was a fantastic movie to watch. If you've not watched it, definitely get around to watching it at some point. If you're into your, like your DC movies, 
it's a dark movie. It's it's definitely in the same tone of very very similar to Man of Steel and, and Dawn of Justice, uh, Batman versus Superman. Probably more like Batman versus Superman, I would say. Um, but it it blends all the characters. We get really like detailed backstories for a lot of the characters, especially like Cyborg. He felt like a character who was just like a spur part in the first theatrical cut. Whereas this one, he is integral to what is going on here. He's absolutely integral. The Flash feels more fleshed out in this one. Um, it doesn't feel as hokey in areas. It felt a bit hokey in the humour in the first cut with the added in extra scenes. It all feels right. It just feels right. It's the right temperature for a good movie. I, I really enjoyed it and it's definitely... Um, I mean, I don't rate movies. I don't give like movies scores out of 10, but all I can say is a fantastic movie. Fantastic movie and most definitely well worth the watch. So let me have a little sip of coffee, guys. Sip of coffee time. Maybe that, that's what I should say before this podcast, before this broadcast even, that what you need to start doing is when you are watching the coffee and movie broadcast, you need to beforehand get a cup of coffee, sit back and just chill because we're going to talk about movies and we're going to drink coffee. But you've got to enjoy the coffee as well. And maybe you want to, maybe you're not a coffee drinker. Maybe it's a cup of tea for you. I'll accept a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, a cup of glass of orange juice, a glass of anything. I don't mind. If you want to have a drink of alcohol, that's fine by me. I don't drink alcohol, but if that's something you want to do, go for it. I'm I'm happy with that. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Enjoy. Just have fun listening to this broadcast today, the Coffee Movie broadcast. So let's talk about, let's switch movies now. Let's switch to something else. And the movie I want to discuss next is the 1987 movie, Masters of the Universe. One of my favorite films of all time. The Dolph Lundgren, Frank Langella movie. Um... I know. I think I know everything about this movie because I've been researching it for weeks. So uh, let me just give you a backdrop into what <clears throat> what I've been doing recently. So I've started this new web show on YouTube, a new web series, if you like, and it's called Movies for Not Knowers. I, I used to do a series called Knowledge for Not Knowers, and I do like talk about board games and the rules of board games. And I feel like that one's been retired now. I've retired it because I talk about movies. Um, the the channel is to, is just complete movie centric now, whereas it used to be sort of a bit, a bit all over the place. But now it's just movies solely. Um, so I decided to relaunch the series, but instead of knowledge for not knowers, calling it movies for not knowers, and it's the same concept. You know, it's just me doing a a scripted video discussing a movie, discussing a topic, and the topic is the movie. And the topic for the first ever edition of Movies for Not Knowers was Masters of the Universe, the 1987 cult classic movie. So, I have spent weeks putting together a script, and it was a huge script, a few couple of pages long. It's a 24-minute video, 24-25 minute video. And as I said, I spent weeks making this this script, doing the research, watching the movie over and over again just to to learn everything about the movie and get everything right when talking about this so I knew that I weren't giving out bad information. It was all the correct information. And you know what? It didn't feel like a chore doing any of this because I enjoyed the movie that much. Watching it over and over again didn't feel like a chore, but I, I do now feel like I've just got like this overload of um, information in my head. And I, I feel like I, I could 
if you give me just a random question about this movie now, even the the most weirdest of questions, I'd probably be able to answer it because I've watched it and just like watched certain scenes and images and just watched them over and over again. But it's been a good experience and it's been fun putting this uh this episode together. So as I said, it's if you want to watch it, it's on YouTube. Check it out; it's well worth the watch. Um, if you've watched the movie or if you haven't watched the movie, it's it's good because you can learn a lot about it. A lot of trivia in there as well, which is cool. But uh, w- why do I enjoy this movie? And I, I mentioned this on the on the show. And as I said, it's it's a movie I've always watched as a kid. I never watched the uh, the actual TV animated show as a kid. It wasn't wasn't my era. I was like a nineties kid, whereas that show was released in the eighties. So I, I didn't have any concept that the show was as a kid growing up but for me growing up I would watch like movies like Rocky um Star Wars and this was in like the rotation of movies I, I'd be watching as a kid Masters of the Universe and I, I I must have owned it on video originally on VHS but now now I own it on DVD but it was one I would always watch and I I, I said in this episode that I think the reason what intrigued me and what what really connected to me as a kid was the the music element, because in this movie there's this item called the Cosmic Key, which is like this this big lumpy item where it opens doorways to other universes. But the way it does it is it uses like musical notes to like trigger in the location and you you hear these notes and then there's this like tone that goes off and it's like and that's like the the theme that goes through that there's like the score, the soundtrack that goes through it as well. And you hear this throughout this movie and basically the masters of the universe get dragged to earth with the, with the cosmic key. It lands in the hands of Courtney Cox and, um, the, I can't remember the guy's character. Oh, I've kept Kevin. I can't remember the actor's name. Summit McNeil, the guy from star, from star Trek Voyager, um, Daniel McNeil, something. I, I, I that is one one thing I've not remembered. So you know, I'm I'm a fool because I I, I said before I knew everything, but now I've I've fooled. I, I look like a fool. I'm an idiot, an idiot. I am a not knower, obviously. Um, but it's got Courtney Cox out of Friends in it. Dolph Lundgren as He Man, Frank Langella as uh, Skeletor, and they all get dragged towards a big story, and then it lands in the human character's hands. But there's this item where then it's all like. They assume it's like a synthesizer at first, the humans, because it makes these mu- musical tones. And it goes like, they take it to like a music shop and stuff like this, and they think it's a Japanese synthesizer. And as a kid, I just really, something really connected with me. And I think it was that music side of things. And then uh, I, I suppose it influenced me enough to to name my, my band uh, in college after Masters of the Universe. I called my band in college... Um, masters of the radio and then you know where i ended up releasing like an album and stuff like that and a few eps over the years and you know even to this day i still do a few few bit of music projects over the years but uh not as much as i used to now i'm, I'm more like doing youtube and stuff now as like my sort of hobby and passion side of things but it, it inspired me that much that movie i that's how much i i really enjoyed it and i think it inspired me to become a musician in a way as well so it, it it's really deep within me this movie i really enjoy it and that's why i wanted that's why i wanted to discuss it on the first episode of movies for not knowers and the first episode of the coffee and movie broadcast today so it is a definitely definitely a movie that is 
of the time. It is an 80s movie. I think it is a movie that is probably probably a bit dated. I, I'll give you that, and I'm not blind to that fact. It is most, most definitely a movie that is dated. It is a movie, though, that really could do with uh, a reboot, and I don't know why. I don't know why they've not, at some point, done a, a reboot of Masters of the Universe, because I know... Sorry, I'm just grabbing a little bit of water. I know... Um, like they're doing a lot of the animated, so they had the the original animated show, and I've watched this since, and I've watched little bits of it. But now they're doing a sequel. Kevin Smith is now doing a sequel to the original show, and it's called Masters of the Universe Revelations, and that's going to be coming out on Netflix this year. But they're also doing an, another Masters of the Universe He-Man show, and as well as that, you've got the She-Ra show on Netflix as well. So I feel like they're, they're starting to. Like that property of masters, the property of masters of the universe is starting to pick up again, and it's not not that it sort of like fell out of public domain completely because I know there's a huge fan base for this, but it I it just felt like it 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 you know after the movie didn't do well, it was deemed like a commercial um, failure. Uh, a lot of people just have felt a bit like downhearted about the brand. But they've now, like recently, they've had like a lot of new toys coming out. Uh, I know the Origins toys are like a sort of like a reboot of the old original uh, Masters of the Universe toy line, which is really cool. I'm not like I'm not a toy guy myself. I, I don't really collect toys, but I know there's a huge fan base for collecting toys. I have a few wrestling figures here, but I'm not a collector by any means. But there's definitely a resurgence there. So I my what I would love to see is. I, I don't think a sequel would, would work now to this movie, and I, I don't really want to see a sequel. I feel like this works on its own, this Masters of the Universe movie. What I would like to see, though, is a new, uh, like a, a new movie, a reboot, uh, a, re- a remake, a totally fresh movie, a new version of He-Man, new version of Skeletor, but make it, you know, it doesn't have to be like the Cosmic Key. I, wouldn't, I don't think that, that would work either nowadays, but Make like a like a big time superhero movie out of this property. It's 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 worth it to take in. It it just feels like a property that could be made into such a cool uh, big superhero movie if they had the right filmmakers behind it. And um, I I I would love to see it. I would love to see a movie set solely in Eternia and to see like battles in Eternia and rather than come to Earth as well and just see that world and see that develop and. I think it's crying out for for something like that. I think um, I'm hoping one day, you know, we've heard rumors for years about like a a Masters of the Universe movie, a reboot, and we I don't know there's been tons of directors have been in that chair and then dropping out of it, and it's just never come to be. But maybe one at one point in in human history we will get that reboot, uh, a new version of Masters of the Universe, and even I'm I'm even excited for the um, for the new like animated shows as well. I think they'll be cool. Uh, I like Kevin Smith. I like some of his movies. So, look, I think it'd be cool. He, he is he's a guy who is good at building sort of like lots of like a, a universe of characters. So, maybe he's I think he is the right guy to take hand in this. And I know he's probably known more for like doing comedy sort of stuff. But I suppose Masters of the Universe is a bit tongue in cheek at times. It can be it's it's an animated show. It's meant for like kids, young adults, uh, grown adults as well. So there's it's not like a super duper serious show. It can be a bit light hearted. 
So I think he is the right guy to take it forward in the animated form, and let's see what comes to be maybe of a movie in the future. The the last thing, last show I want to discuss today on the first edition of the Coffee and Movie broadcast, I'm just going to have another sip of coffee, guys. This coffee, right, I... Look, it was hot when it started, it went cooler, and... Do I drink my coffee cold? That's a that's a question, isn't it? That's a question for the coffee drinkers out there. Do you like your coffee cold? I don't mind cold, cold coffee. doesn't bother me. I will happily drink a cup of coffee that's been sitting there for an hour. Equally, I don't mind hot coffee. Well, just under hot coffee. You know, I don't want it boiling hot where it's going to burn my mouth, but nice and warm coffee is nice as well. But that coffee is nice. That is nice. But let's get on to the last, last bit of... Uh, media I want to talk about today. And it's not a movie as such, but I see it as like this sort of like TV movie sort of thing. So let me talk, discuss it. It is Crisis on Infinite Earths, the DC crossover TV event. And as I said, it's not a movie, it's, a, it's five episodes. The five episodes are from Supergirl, Batwoman, The Flash, Arrow, and Leg- Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, let me just give you bit of background on what I've watched from this, the DC TV show side of things. So I used to watch like The Flash, uh, The Green Arrow, uh, The Arrow, Arrow it's called, isn't it? I used to watch them and my first, I, I was watching the first couple of seasons of both shows, but there was a certain season with with Arrow where I just switched off where it just sort of got a bit dull and I think there was a lot of people thinking the same at the time and I just never got back into it. The Flash, it was just one of those where I, I just lost track of the episodes and then eventually just stopped watching it there. I, I've watched a few episodes of Legends of Tomorrow. I really like that as well. And don't get me wrong, I like the first couple of se- seasons of The Flash and Arrow. They were good shows. And I, I think I maybe have to jump in there again and watch them all. It'd be nice to, because I know the Arrow TV show is finished now, so if I could watch them all from start to finish, that'd be cool. But... I've never watched Supergirl, so I, I'd, I've never seen anything from that. And there's a lot more of the characters in here as well, like the new Superman TV show. I've not seen that as of yet. But I just fancied watching this. I didn't watch it at the time. This was, I think it was released about two years ago now. I think it was like 2019 or 2018, something like that anyway. Didn't watch it, but I've seen a lot of stuff online with like the multiple Supermans in it and different loads of different characters in it in this big TV event. I just thought, oh, I need to watch this at some point. So I've seen it on Amazon. And I've, I've not bought a DVD on Amazon for years for myself. I, it's just something I don't do anymore. but Because I, I end up buying them at Goodwill stores, charity shops here in the UK. But our, our charity shops have been closed for months uh, because of the lockdown. So I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to treat myself. And I, there was like a free, there was like a £5 voucher on Amazon the other day. I got a free £5 voucher. I sound like, a, I, I sound like... <laughs> I sound dead frugal. I am quite frugal. Um, I, I'm not a penny pincher, but I'm a, I'm a frugal guy. I like to save my money, but I like, to, I like to treat myself sometimes. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to treat myself, get this DVD. And it literally cost me a pound to cut because it was like £5.99 on, on Amazon. I got £5 off with this voucher and I got this, which is awesome. So I've watched two of the episodes so far. And again, I've not watched... I'm not really up to date with any of this, so there's a lot of the characters in this that I don't really know. So I'm watching it, and first impressions, 
I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I felt like I didn't really, even with the characters I didn't know that well, I, I didn't feel like I was uh, just, I, I was like lost, lost in a, in a world of characters and faces. I enjoyed it from what I've watched so far. It's fun. I like all like the, like the nods to like the older DC universe properties. Like in this, you've got the, the, uh, the Robin who, the guy who was Robin in the Adam West Batman. He has a small cameo. You have the guy, the news reporter from the Batman movies with Michael Keaton in it. We see, uh, we see the guy who done the voice for Batman for the animated show for years, playing Bruce Wayne Batman in it. Uh, we see the guy who was the Superman after Christopher Reeves in like the Batman uh, Superman Returns movie, Brandon Roof, who is in the Legends of Tomorrow TV show as well. But he 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 comes back as Super. He plays dual roles in this, so he plays the the Atom in this, and he plays that version of Superman. So basically, he is playing. Christopher Reeves' version of Superman in this because his version of Superman was the same version as Christopher Reeves' one, which is awesome to see. And it's cool that they've... I know Ezra Miller is in this as well um, from The Flash. He, he has a cameo in this. I've seen the clips of that online. It's phenomenal that they've they've now sort of like... This is the show that has sort of like said the multiverse is everything. Like every DC uh, movie, comic property... TV show, uh, movie, they're all they're all intertwined. They're all a part of this big DC multiverse, which is really cool to see. So I've I've seen two episodes so far. I'm I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing so far. Uh, I again, it's making me want to go out and buy like the Arrow box set now or buy the Flash box set to watch a bit more of, of what's here. Uh, I really want to check out Supergirl as well. Supergirl and Batwoman. I know Batwoman. They've had like a load of recasting at the moment, but I, I, I'd be really intrigued to watch all of these shows because I, I did enjoy them at the time. The Flash, I probably enjoyed The Flash more so because it had that more like that sci-fi um, theme behind it. But I, I will definitely watch watch all this and at some point I will get around to watching. I mean, this is the thing. We've, we've all got too much to watch, haven't we? We've got tons of shows and I think it's, it feels sometimes like an endless task of watching shows. I'm, I'm, I'm recently watching Seinfeld for the first time, and I'm on like season six. But again, I feel like I'm now at this point, I can only really watch like one or two shows at a time. I'm watching that and The Falcon Show, and I can't watch anything else than that because otherwise my brain just explodes and there's too much to watch. So for me, I will get around to watching more of them DC TV shows at some point in time. But this one, it's just night. I just want to dip into like a TV show and it's just like one big TV film event and this is what I wanted to watch because I know I've heard loads of good things about this and it is well worth a watch if you've not seen it before. Obviously, I've, I'm not all the way through it yet, but what I've seen so far, it is a fantastic watch. So definitely would recommend that. So I think, I think that is sort of like the wrap Wrapping it up for the first edition of the Coffee and Movie broadcast today. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed what you've listened to today. I hope it's not been too too boring and too me just rambling on about stuff. I do ramble sometimes. I'm aware that I ramble sometimes and it's just a thing I do. But hey, we're not all perfect, are we? But look, I hope you've enjoyed it either way. Some parts of it anyway. <laughs> Uh, maybe the coffee parts have been the, the most fun parts, I don't know, or maybe you enjoyed the movie parts, who knows, who knows, but look, 
there will be more of these coffee and movie broadcasts along the way and I hope you come and join me for more editions and more episodes and again I've, I've really enjoyed this for today it's been fun just again just talking in front of the mic talking about coffee talking about movies and TV it's been fun to do and I tell you what I'll see you next time enjoy your coffee That's that, that was a really bad sign off maybe I need to I need to work on a better sign-off, don't I? <laughs> enjoy your coffee. Yeah, maybe that's good. Or enjoy your movies. No. I'll tell you what. Let's end it like this. Let, this is going to be the sign-off, right? I'm going to slurp some coffee. And the last thing I'm going to say is... I hope you enjoy your movies, guys. And most of all, enjoy your coffee. I'll see you next time.